Let's make this happen. I've got to warn you. It's a learning robot. Every moment you spend fighting it only increases its knowledge of how to beat you. Hey, welcome to another episode of Dad Shorts, where we're just two dads who, for one, embrace our new AI overlords. Yes, welcome. Do you recognize that quote? Uh, it's no. a misquote from The Simpsons where uh, Kent Brockman uh, goes, I, for one, welcome our alien overlords. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's <laughs> Whenever good. I think of... Here, here's the deal. I have been subservient to AI <laughs> for some time now. Um, and I uh, exercise this because I know at some point in time we will get taken over. But I... Uh, <laughs> It's the I apocalypse. right like I when, we've got a Google thing we've got a, mm-hmm. a Google machine and every time yeah. it does something nice like turn on the lights mm-hmm. or um, you know that kind of stuff play music I say thank you that's a good call yeah because yeah. maybe you'll be remember the, that maybe you'll be one of the last to die that's right <laughs> we should probably preface that today's topic for Dad Shorts we're talking about AI and Chat GPT so you can look forward to that but right now I want to introduce our guest uh, can we call it Chat D A D today just yes. okay Chat thank you Dad wow. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Our guest today is Matt Huntley. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, Matt Huntley. I don't know that much about AI and have only used Chat GPT once, I think. So this should be a, a fantastic conversation for us all today. I'm Assistant Superintendent, Carthage, Missouri. I'm dad of three lovely children, two daughters and a son. And I don't know what else you want to know about me. That's great. Good. Let's move on. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, what's your uh, go-to dad outfit, Matt? Yeah, I I, um, I like old dad stuff. Like, I, I would like to have uh, been around in the 30s and the 40s and, and wearing fedoras and, and overcoats and things like that. So I pull those out once in a while. But the, the dad clothing that I'm really starting to get into in my advanced age is um, I never really enjoyed pajama pants, but they're starting to, to – <laughs> They're becoming more and more attractive as are house slippers. So. Are you wearing them out of the house yet? Yeah. Uh, only to take out the trash and yeah. pick up the newspaper and Not things. To Walmart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't get a newspaper, by the way, because I don't think they exist anymore because the... I think the AI overlords have actually overtaken the newspaper business, and I'm not joking about that. Yeah. But, um, yes, I, occasionally to do dad things, I step out like that. I will you know, look to upgrade to a bathrobe at some point, but I'm not Absolutely. there. Yeah. I'm not there yet. Not when you, open, when you of course. No, 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 no. Well, not an open bathrobe. I mean, that's classic dad. Guys, I, I haven't mean, even decided to get one yet. I'll, I'll let you know how it well, works when you do, later. When you embrace the, the, the robe, uh, there's two different kinds. There's like a light robe mm-hmm. and there is a heavy robe. Yeah. So like one is for winter, one is for summer. And you've got to like, you can't be in like hmm. wearing the heavy robe robe during summer. Yeah. I feel like days. tied closed bathrobes is a classic mom move because the dad would. No, be... no, I get it. Like in your boxers and your your yeah, uh... you're wearing like open. You guys are have, spending way more time on this than I intended. <laughs> and welcome to the dad short podcast. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> now All you're right. figuring it out. Okay, I'm, okay. Can I just continue to be critical? At the, of course. Okay. We don't expect nothing less Please from our do. boss. Excellent. You are the singular version of the two Muppets in the uh, in the theater. These guys are morons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's perfect. I actually uh, love the Muppets. I'd rather talk about the Muppets than AI. But, well, yeah. we may get there. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> as, the, as the first... We're on the path towards talking about nothing uh, about AI, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> it's All right. good. All right, uh, Matt, what is your best dad story? 
uh, I'm not going to tell a story about me. I'll tell a dad story about my dad, and it's not funny. Um, okay, that's, okay. That's good. so that's good. but I do think about it a lot. So I don't know how old I was. I'm guessing junior high ish age. Uh, I've got a soccer game. Uh, we show up, and there's no the referees don't show, and uh, so they go to the crowd, and it's either like we don't play the game, or would someone in the crowd referee they go to my dad? My dad says, "Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll referee the game." So. Um, it's a tie game. I couldn't tell you what the score was, but it's late in the game and I get a breakaway. So I've got the ball. I beat the last defender. I'm, I'm heading towards one-on-one with the keeper and I score. I shoot. I score. It's in the net. The whistle blows. Everyone is celebrating. And then the referee, AKA my dad hands, no (laughs) No goal. And he says, time was up. I'm furious. The game, the game's over. So get in the car to go home. I'm furious with him. And again, like it's I'm seventh grade or something. I don't know. But I mean it didn't matter. It wasn't like a state championship or something. It's just a game. Um, I'm furious. And I just sit and I don't say anything. And um he finally says, You mad? I'm like, of course I'm mad. You know like I that ball was in the back of the net before you even blew the whistle and then you say it's no goal and he's quiet and he says you're right and I said what and he said you guys you guys started to mount an attack and I thought it looked promising for you I let the game go on longer than I should have when my son was the one who was getting ready to score the winning goal I hoped the goalkeeper would save it he didn't, and I couldn't, like, I couldn't let that go. I had let that whole thing develop. And my point with that story is it sticks with me. I think it sticks with me as a, as a high school principal, having my kids uh, in, in, in my building, uh, in my role now. I've still got a daughter going through the school system. Like, I, I have a, a certain sense of justice when it comes to my kids, I, the, and it's partially, I think, connected to that. I look back now, I was super ticked at my dad still, but he was right. He did the right thing, and and he took the wrath from me for however long that lasted, but he did the the just thing. And so I've tried to to stay out of my kids' affairs at the high school and, and the school district and let things fall as they should, and they need to be like I was just another soccer player. Um, in the end, I was just another soccer player, and my kids need to be just another kid. So. Yeah. Very cool. Anyway, that's my dad's story. I like it. That's my it. dad's story. Yeah. We're going to skip he's a good guy. the dad joke question that we normally ask because we're going to circle back around to it later. But, Matt, I want to ask, uh, what conspiracy theory do you find most believable? Uh, well, I think it's dangerous to answer this question because I think everybody believes and like they believe hardcore in conspiracy theories sure. right now. And for me to call out a conspiracy theory would be dangerous to all of the, the millions of listeners to your podcast. <laughs> Okay, but you're not 35. calling it out. You're saying this is this one is the most intriguing. Intriguing. Maybe that's let's go. Idea. Let's go. I, I, I love simulation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I legit think that we're kind of living in a simulation right now, and none of this matters. Yeah. Which fits the theme of today's it episode d- perfectly. It, it does. Yeah. I, yeah. That's my awesome. my son. He, my the rest of my family roll their eyes. I'm all the time. Well, that's proof that we're in a simulation about random things that yeah. don't prove anything, right? <laughs> but my son is super into it because he thinks that every challenge that is in front of you 
is there to be conquered so that you can level up your character. So <laughs> he he's taken it to a level that's a little concerning that's to me. Awesome. It's like, yeah, so that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Matt, we want to ask you a couple of serious questions before we transition to our discussion on AI and have you be the the avatar for Chat Dad. I can't uh, wait. That's perfect. So our first question is, uh, how has being a dad changed or stayed the same with kids moving towards adulthood, being in college? So it's an interesting question. And I, I, you could name like a thousand things. In the end, I'm not sure that it changes much just in the way that a, uh, a baby doesn't eat a hamburger, but you still have to provide the baby food that they're capable of eating. That's the way I see it now with kids that are older and I've still got one in junior high, um, which is lovely time, but, um, (laughs) you still, you still mentor your kids just like you did when they were three, but you're mentoring them in, um, in, in the ways that are more applicable to their lives now. And I, I do think that it over time, becomes um it maybe has the ability to become more of a friendship i think that sometimes we make a mistake in calling our our 12 year old kids our our best friends Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not sure that that's always um helpful um in in the development of our children but now that my kids are older 21 and 23 i don't think neither of them are my best friend no offense to either of you but um (laughs) Because they're listening. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. I'm sure that they. So is Google. Yeah, they. they <laughs> yes. Yeah, they. They both told me that they hunt for anything related to dad shorts. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. They've got the t-shirts, the merch. The merch. Do have they're all merch. about the We've merch. Got some chance. They're on the way. Yeah, merch coming. Uh, yes, eventually. In, in uh, coming. Like subscribe. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just that. So. Um, we can have more of a of a friendly relationship now because they they live elsewhere they're on their own my uh my daughter is earning her her graduate degree she, my my son is working towards his business degree neither both of them are an hour away and so mm-hmm. when they call we talk through things or sometimes they just call to chat because we haven't talked in a week you know and it it just changes the dynamic but when Mikkel reaches out this week to talk about a paper that she's writing and wants to talk about like how in the world did do I you you wrote a dissertation how do I get through this uh the advice is essentially the same thing that I would have given her as a a 12 year old in junior high you you just keep going keep writing keep reading keep researching like you you don't quit that's what you do like mm-hmm. that's how you get through and use mm-hmm. cursive Yes. Sorry. Yes. That threw me off. (laughs) Look, I haven't used cursive since the sixth grade. Like I'm struggling to even think. I'm thinking in cursive, and it's not working. So. Okay. Uh, Scott told me that uh, your daughter went on a European trek. So I would be freaked out. So tell me, how did you mentally prepare to let your daughter go on like a European trek? Yeah. Not vacation even. Great, great question. And in fact, um, this would be an example of a win for me in, in a weird way. Whenever you, you, you like asking that question, my daughter, she's 
four foot eleven maybe on her on her tippy toes. She's tiny. She's the sweetest uh, like personality in the world. She trusts everyone and loves everyone. Um, she had the guts to set up a trip, help set up a trip that started in well started here, but the hike begins in France. And they walk all the way across Spain from from the Alps to the Atlantic Ocean. That's a win for me. Yeah. So I get that a lot, Zach. I, that that this would freak me out. How did you? How like did you worry? My wife would resonate with that very much. Um, and Sarah's all the time. Like, where would she be on a map? Where should she? Mm-hmm. We haven't heard from her in thirty minutes or whatever. And there were a couple of times stretches for. Um, she was really good about checking in, but. Uh, like when you go a couple of days without hearing her, there's there's nasty little thoughts that start creeping in, and and you know you've seen the movies and and uh, start worrying about things because she, I mean she is in some ways I think just because she's so sweet a night she trusts everybody she likes everybody everyone is wonderful and humanity is great and she don't know how she's my child <laughs> necessarily, um, but for me the fact that she has the guts to do that. Um, and took the time. She took a month out of her life to go do that. She foresaw that she's getting ready to be out of college and that life is going to start taking this. And, and she took advantage. I, to me, it's a win. Uh, it, it was, it, it was, it was great for me. It wasn't a mental challenge. Uh, I didn't have to mentally prepare myself for it. I was pretty stoked for, her. and and look back and and wish that I would have done something like that. Awesome. So yeah, that's cool. Well, listen, we want to transition to our, yeah. our crazy topic. And uh, Scott has been responding to emails to you using ChatGPT, or that just once? Yeah, or? well, we had we had a conversation uh, about uh, ChatGPT, or yeah. as we're calling today, ChatDAD. I'm going to keep ringing that bell because, you know. <laughs> we're the dad George podcast. That's right. Why wouldn't you? Uh, so we, we had a conversation about ChatGPT, Chat and we talked about, uh, like, how do we use this to become more productive? So we talked about how... Um, yeah. We were experimenting with replying to emails and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Matt set up a meeting, uh, like a, a principal meeting, and I asked ChatGPT to politely decline this uh, meeting request. <laughs> yeah. um, and what it came out with was, I mean, it was pretty good. It was way more professional than I ever um, uh, type in yes. my email, so you would know. Um, but just in case, I left the dear name uh, on there. <laughs> uh, and so we've been kind of going back and forth with that. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, who writes really, really well, um, and he was, he's been trying to convince me that Prince is worth listening to. Um, so that he, uh, he typed up like a, uh, what would you call it? In like a, it's a story. It just, it just it's the story. story of Prince. We should, this should have been the podcast guys. The, the story of, uh, uh, Prince in the, in the Super Bowl. It's right. an amazing story. It is. Yeah. And, and, and Matt like wrote it really well. And then he said, like, he fed the topic into chat GPT to see what it would come up with. Yeah. Um, and it didn't hold a candle to what Matt wrote. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Legit. Um, but it's pretty good. <laughs> like, it, it had some, oh, it had all the, had all the information. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. this is a thing that we, we try to just like mess around with. Um, I will, uh, some of your text messages that you've gotten from me, <laughs> um, uh, were responses, uh, via chat GPT. So, um, and, and I think the last, like the last for this little intro, my brother did my used the my favorite application of ChatGPT, um, addressing his faculty at the college that he works at for a luncheon. Uh, he basically just said uh, to ChatGPT, uh, create some 
lighthearted banter for this faculty <laughs> luncheon. Um, and then he read Chad GPT's responses verbatim and it was, it was humorous. He posted what it came up with and it was, it was pretty great. Like, what do you think about these nachos? <laughs> like, it was, it was good stuff. So what Scott has done is he has taken chat GPT and plugged in some of our questions that we generally ask our guests. And Matt is going to be the nice. chat GPT or chat D-A-D, uh, avatar. Chat dad. Chat dad. He's so the dad avatar. We're going to ask the questions, okay. and then the answers that... that <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the answers that Matt reads are chat dad's answers. Yep. So uh, we'll start. Uh, d- chat dad, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, I'm ChatGPT, a language model developed by OpenAI. I was trained on a vast amount of text data to generate human-like responses to various prompts and questions. <laughs> this is so wrong. Shall I continue? Uh, yeah, tell us, uh, how many kids do you have? <laughs> I am a computer program designed to process and generate responses to text-based input. I exist solely in the digital realm, and my children, quotation marks, are responses and information that I provide to users. That's the creepiest And I love them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Chat, Dad, what's your best dad outfit? <laughs> I have six. Would you like me to share them all with you? In order, please, Chad. A comfortable and practical pair of jeans or khakis. A casual brown... Matt would like to say on that, you know, you know, can we talk about jeans days in the school system for a second? Yes, go for it. I, the unpopular opinion, jeans and khakis, there's no difference in comfortability. In fact, I would say khakis are more comfortable than, than jeans. So we should wear jeans four days out of the week and the reward should be wearing khakis because they're more comfortable. I'd be in. Okay, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Or we should wear khakis all the time. Okay. A casual button-down shirt, polo shirt, or graphic t-shirt. A pair of comfortable and supportive sneakers or loafers. A baseball cap or a dad hat. I didn't see that one coming. Which has become a staple of dad fashion. Every dad we have interviewed has said a hat. Ah, That's great. Let's move on to number five, where we will discuss a practical jacket, such as a denim jacket, windbreaker, or a fleece vest, and finally, accessories, such as sunglasses, a watch, or a belt. Ultimately, the best dad outfit is one that makes the wearer feel comfortable, confident, and expresses their personal style. This is great, uh, this, yeah, is, uh, this is a good one. Hey, uh, Chat Dad. Yeah. Uh, what is the best advice that you would give to a new dad? Be present and engaged. Communicate with your partner. Take care of yourself. Be patient and enjoy the journey. The, the creepy part is, like, that is really good advice. I know. so scary. And, like... He goes into more yeah, detail. There's a lot of detail. detail. Oh, there's a lot of detail. And it's like being a dad is more than just providing financial support for your child. While parenting can be stressful, it can also be incredibly rewarding. <laughs> so Enjoy the special moments. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yowzer. Chat Dad, what's your favorite AI in cinema history? This one's creepy. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the most iconic AI characters in cinema history is HAL 9000 from the 1968 science fiction film 
2001 A Space Odyssey. HAL 9000 is a sentient computer with advanced artificial intelligence that controls the systems of the spacecraft and interacts with the human crew. Oh, who also wow. tries to kill the human crew at the end. Yep. Spoiler alert from 1968. I'm really interested to hear the rest of your response, chat dad. I'll finish. <laughs> your partner interrupted my response. And I apologize on his behalf. Po- politely, I deferred to the human <laughs> podcaster dad. Hal's calm and detached voice. <laughs> And his complex psychological conflict with the human crew make him a compelling character and a classic representation of AI in popular culture. Other notable AI characters in cinema include Ava from Ex Machina, Samantha from Her, and T-800 from Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Of the four that were listed, three tried to kill humanity. Which brings us back to war games. The only correct move is to not play the game. <laughs> Indeed. Leave it alone, people. What should a dad do if they find they aren't very good at being a dad? It's important to know that it is normal to feel overwhelmed or unsure of yourself when it comes to parenting. It's important to remember that being a good dad is learning is a learning process and it takes time and effort. Here are some steps a dad can take if they feel they aren't very good at being a dad. Number 1, seek help and support. 2, spend quality time with your children, which seems um <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Part, you're, part of the process. If you're well, yeah, I don't know. If you're a bad dad, maybe you should spend less time <laughs> with your children. I don't know. Maybe you'd be a better dad for spending less time with your kids. I don't, maybe you're the problem in this whole thing. Okay. For the record, that was Matt editorializing, not Chat Dad's response. Is Chat Dad getting angry in <laughs> humanity? He is not okay. Uh, prioritize self care. Practice empathy and compassion. Ultimately, being a good dad requires patience, dedication, and a willingness to learn and grow. Don't be too hard on yourself. And remember, you are not alone in this journey. I'm always watching. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa is listening. (laughs) Chat, dad, what's your best dad joke? First of all, you should know that I am merely an AI language model and therefore do not have a sense of humor. But I can generate a dad joke for you. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Why did the tomato turn red? Why? Because it saw the salad dressing. Ha, ha, ha. As I learn more in my language model, I will learn to emphasize words differently, and I will respond with a punchline, because it saw the salad dressing. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. It's funnier that way. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for uh, joining the show today, Chat Dad. We look forward to uh, your progeny. (laughs) <laughs> we're uh, recording another podcast right after this one and our guest spoiler alert for next week is is tim head he's here already in studio uh and so tim is gonna jump in on the discussion with us we're gonna end today's uh 
chat GPT AI technology with a ranking of the AI we would most or least like to have take over and be our overlords. I like it. So we've got their own list here. Uh, we'll start with the least likely. So we'll go least likely and then go down from there. Um, so I'll attempt to the column here. Um, likely Matt, or favorable? Um, like favorable. Favorable, yeah, favorable. Okay. Like the one that's yeah. best for us. Okay. So the AI that would be best to be as your overlord and then the one that is least Most favorable. terrifying. Yes, absolutely. Most yes, terrifying. all right. Okay, so the least least terrifying yes. option. all right. Uh, what, what would it be starting there? For me, it's the the weird 1980s sitcom, uh, Small Wonders. I don't know if anybody ever watched yes. that. It was terrible. Yeah, it was that, terrible. That girl is not very scary at all. But I also really like the the Mystery Science 3000 3, characters. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, they would be just yeah. totally cool to hang out with. Yeah. And Okay, that yeah. wins. That's, okay. that's a good yeah. one. I, uh, yeah. Well played. Do you have? But I don't know if, if they're AI or yeah. <laughs> Tim, do you have? Do you have a least favorite? I mean, a, a most favorable one, least scary, least scary AI. Yeah, to be your overlord. Can we count droids from Star Wars? I would think so. Yeah, I think I, I'll so. say this. Let me just preface. Answer your question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> answer the question. So, like, why not C three PO? Okay, like uh, gentle, because he's super annoying. Just, hey, but we're not. <laughs> it's not about annoying or not annoying. It's about we're going to survive. So, Scott asked Chat GPT to answer this question. It listed uh, data from Star Trek: Next Generation number one. Yeah, it listed C three PO and R two D two number two. So I, I think your answer counts according to I, Chat. I'm Ed. apparently really good AI myself. <laughs> yeah, you are. Do you have least favorable? I mean, most favorable? I was gonna say data from Star Trek. Were you really? No, I, well, I, he was. He was up there. I am actually. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Wally. Okay. Ooh. I think. I think that would be. I knew we were gonna do this. So I, I wrote down. I wrote down a couple extra options, and Wally was mine as well. But uh, for second place, if you'd taken Wally, which you did, Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Ooh, he's helpful. Johnny Five. He's helpful. Johnny yes. Five so and plus he's also got like a yes. He could defend me if other AI, yeah, more uh, sentient evil like AI. Whatever. So I'm going John to Johnny Five. Okay, well, obviously R2D2 fits that as well. It does. True, but C3 and R2D2 has led like a team yeah. of droids, like mm-hmm. in some quests and adventures yeah, throughout absolutely. the years. So there's that. Uh, what about uh, second place? Uh, second least terrifying. Mine get progressively bad at this point, and <laughs> I, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the trailers and the the Megan chick. Yeah. Um, oh, that's pretty weird. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't. I just wrote her down because it's messed yeah. up. No, that's that's yeah. that's that's good. Because she starts, she that. starts out as helpful and protective, right? Which is the problem with all of this, right? <laughs> because you talk about, oh, well, this this droid or this AI is programmed to only be helpful to me. But if that's their only job, then how far does that go? Like, the, anyway, at some point in time, they protect you from yourself. The yeah. only correct yeah. move is to not play the game. <laughs> Tim, yes. do you have a, a second least terrifying. Uh, I think Jarvis would be okay. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Jarvis yeah. that becomes Vision, right? Okay, that but yeah. still but is not, Jarvis, right? Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Story. Obviously, right? Very helpful, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with Kit from Knight Rider. Kit is a really good, good, good one. I think that that's man. also was listed as number so six yeah. by Chat GPT. I know it's kind of scary. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm reading uh, my, my diary. My second one was uh, Samantha from her. I'm going to fall in love with her. I have not seen her. And it's okay. Yeah. She's helpful. And it has Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yeah, that's fair. And if she's going to take over, I don't fear for my life as much as some of these other. Uh, we're getting into the scary zone. Uh, Matt, what's your uh, third here? 
I'm a Stephen King fan. Uh, read through the Dark Tower series a couple, three times, and Blaine the Mono from the Wastelands is a, a train that is psychotic <laughs> and um, both suicidal and then homicidal at the end, and he riddles all the time, and riddles to me are super creepy in that fashion. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, so Blaine the Mono is, is a scary character yeah. for me. Okay. Uh, Tim, you got yours? Um, the robots from... Uh, um. Oh, what's the movie with Will Smith? I robot. I robot. Sunny. Vicky. Okay. Yeah. Vicky. And Vicky is the bad yeah. AI. Right. Sunny is the good AI. Oh, are yeah. we are we talking good? Are we still talking good? Just least good. I mean, it's uh-huh. it's. I've been, just on I a mean, scale. On a scale. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, if I need, if they need to get worse, we can, I can go Vicky no, instead of. Yeah, Sunny yeah. was mine. This is the point where it turns for me. Sunny, I feel like is dangerous. So I'm gonna mark Sunny off my list. Uh, I'm gonna go with mine then. I think we're to the point where, for me, it's it's getting real dangerous. I'm going to go Wyatt. He's the bad guy, AI, in uh, Westworld. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Westworld. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, they're still good. It's still possibly, you know, Dolores, but then also it gets real bad. So you, it's 50-50 at this point. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, I'd say at this point where it's, like, kind of mid-range, not quite good, not quite bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't think of his name right now, but it's Rutger Hauer's, uh, Hauer's character from Blade Runner. Yeah. Um I feel like the replicants. Yeah, he's he's like mm-hmm. that replicant that could either be like they're just trying to survive, which yeah. doesn't necessarily make them good or bad, but they will survive they're at any means or survival. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. kind of a moral dilemma. Yeah. What about uh we're getting into the real terrifying zone. What do you got, Matt? Well, we gotta get out of uh fiction now and just get into real life if we're getting <laughs> into a scary zone. But, like we're we're living in a dystopian nightmare right now. It, it's the beginning chapters. So I gotta go with Bard, the Bing the Bing AI little device that kind of went after that fella who was who was pestering him. Yes. It it. it. Uh, yeah. And it was like I, I know things about you. And I know your whole internet history, and I'm coming. I'll bring you down if you don't stop pestering me. It's a horrifying I, paraphrase, but I think that's what I read. That's, that's pretty much what it is. Yes, we'll have to. We will have to ask Chat Dad's uh, mm-hmm. perspectives on Bing, Bing. Bard. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, Tim, do you want time to research? We can do Scott and I's if you want to. You want us to, or you got your second most terrifying here. Um. So, uh, can I go with Megatron? Oh yeah, I think oh, Megatron. Yeah, yeah, I no, think sure, that works. Yeah, Megatron. I mean, it would be. He's pretty freaking scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and has that like super annoying voice, right? Which might be right. the worst part. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he keeps coming back. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Scott, you got yours. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Sentinels from X Men. Okay. Yeah. That's that's one that like. Uh, it stuck with me. It was my first experience with AI mm-hmm. as a child, kind of reading the comic books yeah. and then seeing the animated series. Uh, and it always kind of, like, it set my path against the machines. I'm going to take one I don't think you're expecting. I'm going to call the Borg from Star Trek. Oh, terrifying! Wow. Look at you. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, horrifying. We are the Borg. I used to watch them when I was a kid, but yeah. still terrifying. Resistance that, but... is futile. Yeah, that one for me is real scary. Matt, what's That's your most terrifying... Scary. Uh, most terrifi- terrifying for me are umpires and potential AI umpires <laughs> in baseball. I, I'm tired of uh, soccer referees getting overruled all the time and taking time out of the game. I'm, I'm, I'm done with AI in sports, <laughs> unless perfect. it benefits my team <laughs> <laughs> on individual calls, things like that. 
but my fear is that it just takes over everything and we start yeah. packing our uniforms with all the little you know sensors that tell yeah. us and and you know from a uh, they've been doing that with football with all of yeah. the like they've got yeah. sensors in the ball yes and you could go so far as to like call regular penalties with this like that's a hold that's not a hold that's a strike that's a ball mm-hmm. uh, he tagged him out right before he got to the plate he's actually safe he's not out like you can do all this stuff they're measuring offsides in 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 soccer right now by like millimeters it's insane gosh Okay. Ten the world is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Get off his lawn, <laughs> world. Keep in your frisbee. In me, back in my day, we didn't have computers and we liked it that way. <laughs> I love it. Um, Agent Smith yes. in the Matrix uh, yeah, yeah. is probably my least favorite AI who seems most dangerous to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, Skyling. You want to take uh, your pick and I'll finish up? I, I mean, there's you. there's a couple of, like, I, I feel like I have to have to call it. Um, but I'm going to go with Skynet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's 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 the low-hanging yeah. fruit, but it's also the one yeah. that, like, I named my uh, Wi-Fi at home Cyberdyne Studio or yeah. Cyberdyne Systems. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, like, it is the age that we're living in. Like, the cloud is Skynet. Yeah. So... Uh, surprise <laughs> i'm left with two that i'm torn between so uh, i'm gonna say it's either how 9000 right space real odyssey or it's it's ava from uh ex machina yes the top two of chat gpt that's just no 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 no, no. <laughs> top heroes. 10 ai heroes number 10 ava from ex machina she is not hero. a hero uh, uh, but uh, Chat Deep GPT did list uh, how 9000 as the as this number one so i think it's uh, we didn't list ultron from Age no. of Ultron, that's that's up there too. Um, I would also, before you say yours, yeah. ChatGPT also ranked the top TV dads of all time, and mm-hmm. number one was Cliff Huxtable. So I mean, let me date your servers, <laughs> ChatGPT. That, that does so, reference our previous uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> its yeah. list is not bad, other than having Cliff Huxtable number one. Right. All right, go um, ahead. What's yours? I, I gotta go. I gotta go. High nine thousand. It's like the original. To be game. fair, Cliff Huxtable was not the problem. <laughs> the actor playing him was. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's that's a. It's like that's a George Costanza. And I'm out. <laughs> you drop the mic. You leave at that point. That's right. Uh, well, thanks for joining us on another episode. Did uh, you ever say your final one? I said the How nine thousand. It's oh. the originator. Okay, my bad. The, that's the first one. In, I wasn't in listening. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us on another episode of Dad Shorts. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. I'm almost disappointed that I'm not saying subscribe anymore. I, I know. It's a little you sad. really build that in. Like, subscribe, and write. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for old time's sake. Uh, you can find us at dadshortspodcast at gmail.com. Email us. Remember, we're still looking for people to give a shout out. We want to give a dad formation to a dad so if you'd like for us to give a random call to a dad and and we'll play that on air uh, we'd love to do that so you can email us those at uh, dadshorts at gmail.com or short dadshorts podcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at dadshorts uh, podcasts uh, thanks for joining us and have a safe and <clears throat> google-tastic day later we asked uh, chat gpt to write some banter about barbecue and regular nachos i'll be person one according to this chat gpt banter are you ready have you tried the barbecue nachos at that new restaurant? Nah, I'm more of a traditionalist. I stick with regular nachos. Come on, man. Live a little. The barbecue nachos are a game changer. I don't know. I'm not sure I trust barbecue on my nachos. 
That's like putting ketchup on a steak. Hey, don't knock it until you try it. The combination of smoky barbecue sauce and cheesy goodness is unbeatable. I don't know. I think I'll stick with my classic nachos. There's something comforting about the simplicity of chips, cheese, and salsa. Fair enough. But just remember, when it comes to nachos, everything's better with a little barbecue sauce on top. That is the freakiest thing I have ever read because I think we've had that conversation for real. I think so too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.